Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylife.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. And tonight I want to... um speak and we're just going to call it invest well invest well and uh, if you want to take a note or two it, I'm sure it would be a blessing to you somewhere down the road and um, Scott did not know this um, Scott did not know what I was speaking on tonight because I've kind of been in and out of town this week and so he didn't know this but his his song just went so well with this this message here tonight and so um, I I hope that continues to unpack that, that song for us even more. So invest well. So uh, I'm not going to read this text, but according to Romans chapter 12 and verse 3, we have all been given a measure of faith, a measure of faith. And I, I love, love that thought in itself, and we've preached about that before, about all of us have been given a measure of faith. Everybody say, I have a measure of faith. And I had you all say that because I need you to know that all of us have a measure of faith. God has gifted each one of us uh, with faith. It's ours. He, he, he gave each one of us faith. Faith is an investable commodity. And I, I know we don't often think of it that way is that it's an investable commodity. It's like, it's like well, I got faith. Now, what do, what do I do with it? <laughs> But you can do something with your faith. And we're going to talk about investing that and investing your faith well. And God gives us faith but then allows us to choose where we will invest that faith. He doesn't, um, that's kind of your choice, what you're going to do with it once he gives it to you. And we want you to invest well. So, And we have the entire Bible that describes for us why we should put our faith in God. And it shows us uh, in the Bible who got it right, <laughs> and to be honest with you, who got it wrong. And 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 so in the Bible we see two invest we see investments made, of course, in the wrong way, and we see it made in the right way. And and but at the end of the day, it's our choice where we place our faith that God has gifted us with. What are we going to do with that measure of faith that God's blessed us with? And we all know that salvation begins, and we, we talked about this a little bit last week, but begins with faith in Christ, faith in Jesus. We, we know it's the start. We get, you, have, you, must have, you must have faith and, and invest that faith in Christ. So that's your first opportunity really to really invest well, put that investment in the right spot that he's given you and, and your faith in God, and it leads to salvation. And, and we still, even after um, you know, we, we, in, we invest our faith in God and it leads us to salvation. Man, I'm telling you what, we still, down the road in life, make bad investments with our faith. And uh, we start in, encountering different um, things in our life, challenges in our life, and we just sometimes make, make bad investments with that faith. And have you ever, um, you don't have to raise your hand on this, please, but have you ever felt defeated? I mean, just every one of us 
every one of us at some season in life has felt defeated. And listen to this closely. Feeling defeated is the return we earn from placing our faith in the wrong thing. Does that make sense? So we're feeling defeated because we put our faith in the wrong thing and the fruit of kind of putting our faith in the wrong thing and making it a bad, bad investment is we feel defeated. It's kind of, kind of the offspring of fear in our life. We invested our faith. We invested our faith in kind of the wrong thing. And what happened is made a bad investment and we get, we get the, the uh, fruit of that, which is fear. And so where we choose to invest our, our, our faith will give us some kind of return. So I've just kind of typed a, a negative return, per se, in your life. But you can get a positive return also. And our return is either good or bad, depending on what we do and where we invest our faith. And there are hundreds, hundreds of things out there uh, bidding for a chance to... to, to for us to make an investment. And so, what are we going to do? What, this faith, who are we going to invest our trust in? And so, one of the primary things that God wants us to communi communicate to us about himself is that he is a rewarder. And I want to read a scripture to, you, scripture to you. It's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. So, before I read that, if, if you were going to a bank, and you were going to make an investment with your, your money, what would you say? What's the, re what's the return? What's, what's, what's my return I'm going to get? What kind of interest am I going to get? You know, uh, what, what's, what am I going to come back to me? And then they're going to tell you that, and you're going to make a decision on, uh, is this a good investment or not? And the Word of God is really laying out that, hey, hey God, this God is a great place to put your faith in. And the reason why, he is our rewarder. Isn't that good? So I'm going to read this scripture to you. It says this, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. I'm going to stop right there. Because when you come to God, the first thing you got to do is you have to have faith and believe that he is. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I just have to stop and say, he is. And make sure I'm investing my faith in the he is. He is. He is. And what, what is he? What, so it breaks it down a little bit further. Look at the rest of the verse. It says this, and that he is a, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So according to this verse, it's just important that you believe that God is a rewarder as you believe that it is that that he is. So it's just as powerful for you to go, hey, not only do I know that he is, I'm going to put my faith in him, but I'm also going to put my faith in the fact that he's a rewarder. In other words, Putting your faith in him is a good investment. <laughs> and you really need to know that when you're up against opposition that just 
I know it's a simple thought, but just to stop and go, wait a minute, it's really, it's a simple thought, but it's huge, life change, that for us to just realize, hey, he is, I'm going to put my faith in, in him, but I'm also telling you this, man, this bank's got a good reward. This investment has a good reward. It's blessed to put your faith in him. He wants to believe that it's worthwhile for us to invest into him and into his kingdom. You've got to trust that. I'm going to bless your faith with a good return. And so better actually than your minds can even fathom, I'm going to bless you, bless you with a reward if you put your faith into me. And so when we face sickness, every one of us at some season in our life faces sickness. And so in sickness we invest our faith in God and that, that he's going to take care of, He's going to be wise, and he's going to take care of us. Like uh, Pastor Scott just mentioned, we don't know how that's going to work out. We don't know if I'm going to get the answer when I'm intending on getting the answer. We don't know that. We don't have the luxury of knowing that. That's why it's called faith. But I know he's a rewarder, and I know that I'm going to entrust that he's going to do the right thing for me. Does that make sense? And so... You've got to trust that, that, that you're, going to, you're making a, a good investment. The wrong investment, if I, if I, in the same situation, through sickness or what, the wrong investment, what, what does it cause me to do? The offspring, fret, anxiety. So the sickness is there either way, but when I put my faith in God, what's the reward for me? I come out with this thing called peace, peace. I love that someone, someone on Facebook today, and when it's on Facebook, you can just blurt it out because so, they blurted it out. But someone here today, uh, tonight in this service is, is up against some, uh, some cancer stuff, and they're getting stuff. And, uh, what are, but, but I love that they said that since this has started in their life, since about July, all the way through it, even though it seems like, oh, my, they put their investment in faith, and they said, they said this in online today that she's had faith or she's had peace throughout the process. Now, that doesn't mean that the, the situation instantly dissolved. There's still things going on. But I had peace because I put, my, I put my investment in the right spot. So I, I honor that person tonight because, uh, and I don't, I'd call and let you know who that is, but I don't want to embarrass them, but I'll let them say what they want to on Facebook. But when you put your faith in God, you are rewarded with, with peace. And So where will you invest your gift of faith? Where, where is that? Where will you invest? You've got a gift of faith. Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to invest that gift of faith? So let's talk about it in just a second. Um, will you invest in people's approval? Or will you invest in God's approval? So I'm kind of trying to break this deal down, break this thought down, because we can just say, well, bless my faith. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, let's go, let's go eat. But do you want God's approval or man's approval? You have a measure of faith, what are you going to do with it? Because where you invest, think about it, because invest well, because where you put this, 
is going to have a reward one way or the other. A reward, some, some, put it in the wrong place, you get some negative rewards. Put it in the positive place, you're going to have some positive rewards. Um, I think uh, I, see, I see a little bit of gray hair tonight. I see a little bit of no hair tonight. I, I see, uh, see I, I, I can crack on, crack on no hair because I don't have any hair. But we, we, I, I see people, some, some have been around a little longer than others, some new in their faith, uh, some just coming to Christianity. All of those are represented in this room here tonight. And so that you, you've got to make some decisions in every challenge that you come up to what am I going to do in this moment with this, with this faith, this measure of faith? Will you trust God to work the impossible? Or will you only trust in yourself? Humanism says, I want you to trust in yourself, 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 yourself. So you hear that all the time, all the time. It's pumped into you. Whether you realize that or not, it's pumping into you. It's pumping into our kids and our schools and colleges. Trust in yourself, trust in yourself. So, because they don't want you to make the, 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 the investment into God and put your faith there. So, will you believe in God's wisdom and direction or default to your own understanding? Will you trust God's word and his character to reward your trust no matter how long the answer delays or there's the other spot. Or will you employ your own ingenuity? I don't mean that, I, I, yeah, I believe every man has to do their own part, but I'm saying you start working it out all the way through for God. Come on, people. Get your halo off. Huh? We love to really get involved and help God in all of this because it really, you know, he does need some help. That's a joke. He's a big, big God. He's got this. Now, I, again, I don't mean that we don't do our part. I don't mean that uh, we don't get invested and do what God's you know, called us and given us wisdom to do. That's not what I'm talking about at all. But I'm talking about when we start saying, God's not coming through, and I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to answer all of the, all of the questions I'm going to answer myself. And so the answer's not coming quick as you think, and so we create... We, you create the answer and then wonder why you receive a bad reward. Well, this is the unique thing for me in this deal. I've done that right there. And then I want to get mad at God. And he's like, I didn't do that. Yeah, but I'm your kid. Yeah, but you didn't invest in me in this situation here. You are my child, and I do have grace in the decision, even though it might have been a bad decision, but I got grace to help you. But, but, you're getting a bad reward, and it has nothing. Are you, well, more stuff gets blamed on God. Am I telling, I mean, we blame God. God's like, bro, I don't, I'll, I'll take it, but if it helps you out, I'll lift it up off of your shoulders. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And, uh, but it's just easier, right? It's just easier. So before investing, I, I want you to do something. I want you to think through and measure the return. So before you invest, you're coming up to a decision, you're coming up to a challenge, coming up to a wall, coming up to a situation, an issue in your life, you have to make this. Before investing, I want you to measure the return. I want you to measure the return. I want you to, I want you to calculate the payoff before investing your most precious gift of your faith. 
just calculate it. Just, just think it through. So we all think it through anyways. But we think it through sometime through the level of fear and meditating on the wrong things. But I want you to take the time to forecast what's this going to be if I put my faith in this, I'm going to forecast the payoff of a bad investment there. I want, I want to see down the road. I, I want to see down the road. If I put my faith here, what's going to be the pain outcome of this? What's going to be the fear outcome of this? The anxiety, the bitterness, the, the addiction. What what? Or the hundreds of other ways that misplaced faith pays us back. <laughs> Think that through. Think that through. I'm going to use this here for a second. Uh, may get off. I didn't really intend to go here, but, but like, like, look, look at this. Look at this. If I'm going to speak to all the singles here tonight, not just the single ladies, all the single men too. All right, that was my Beyonce move. So, when you're about to make a decision on Marriage, dating, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So think this out. Just think this out. Am I putting my faith, I have the measure, am I putting it in a spot that I look down the road and I go, this is, this is going to be a good investment. This is going to be a bad investment. You got to think that through. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. No, I just want to get married. No, wait, wait, just hold on. There's some things worse than being single. It's being married and being miserable. <laughs> now, uh, hopefully everybody didn't just laugh is not miserable because my wife laughed. <laughs> but, 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 but think it through. Look down the road. Look, is this going to... Well, I'm going to just excuse everything that I'm seeing right now when I make that. I'm just going to excuse it all. And we're like, whoa, that's not a good investment. Don't do that. Stop. Stop. Lean into God on this decision. Think. Use your brain that God gave you. And so take the time to forecast the reward of faith. So it's just like I can reward that and think it through. Is it going to have... This, that, this, at the end. Look on the positive side too. Or look on the faith side. Look at forecast the reward of faith. Put in the, the power that's going to come from this, the protection, the healing, the provision that I'm going to receive from the Lord. The help. See, God ordering your steps into victory over that, that worry that you're dealing with. Man, I'm going to put, I'm going to put this in God's hand. He's got this. He's got this. Imagine the inevitable provision that God is bringing to your life at just the right time. Think it through. Think it through. Why don't we always have to meditate on the negative? Let's think it through. I'm going to see this through. God, I'm going to put this in your hand. I'm going to make a godly decision here. I've got a godly mindset in this. I'm going to lean into you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to trust in you. I'm not going to trust blindly. I'm going to walk, God. I'm going to walk with wisdom and godly wisdom, and I'm going to lean into my, my godly peers, and, but, but, but I'm going to walk in faith in you that, 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 God, you're going to come through right at the right time. It may not be on my time, but it's on your perfect time. And go ahead and feel the strength. What happens is this. 
is you're going to start feeling the strength of God filling you with that peace and filling you with that because I'm, I'm walking through it. So, so let's, 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 let's use this for example. So if worry is kind of the offspring of putting my faith in kind of the wrong thing, fear, the offspring of faith, putting my, in the wrong thing, let's get over here, man. Let's, let's put it here, and then let's start having some, let's have it start some, 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 some joy up in our life, some, some peace up in our world, some resolve, some healing, some restoration. That even though it's not completely all going, God's got this. God's got this. God's got this. Um, since this is not on Facebook Live tonight, I'm going to talk for just a second. My parents, my parents went through the last two weeks have been through the wicked trial. Wicked trial. You may hear it and not think it's that wicked, but for them, it's 73 years of age. It's a wicked trial. And they're in the process of just telling you real quick, we'll hit and run, all right? But they, um, they, they, they have a home up in close to Athens, and, and uh, they, it's kind of on me right now, so I got to share it with you, right? Because uh, the last couple of days have been a little tough for me, to be honest with you. I had, I had to work on what I'm talking about tonight. So, but they, they, they have a beautiful home, kind of retirement home that God blessed them with, and, and, and things are going great. But they're wanting to move closer to be with their kids. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So they're, they're selling out, and they're moving to Lake Charles. And um, they're going to be going to my, my brother's church, and I, I'm really excited about that because maybe they can straighten my brother out. And so <laughs> told you it wasn't Facebook Live, so we can say it kind of stuff. But, uh, but they, they get down there, and he, they're really excited about it. They, they have a contract on the house in Lake Charles, and we're so excited because they're an hour and 15 minutes from me, and We've never, I mean, since I was 18 years old, I, or 22 years old, I haven't been this close to my parents. And so I'm really excited because we're a really tight family. Well, my dad is selling his place. And again, you know, uh, you know again, they're not, they're not millionaires, all right? So, uh, so, so they're selling their place, and there's got a couple shops on it. Now, when I'm not talking about shops from, from Home Depot, I'm talking about shops. I'm talking about they're three and a half years old, they're shops. Like, they're nice. I mean, like, if you put a little insulation in them, you can live in them, shops. And they're both really nice. And the HOA in that neighborhood pulled some stuff. Unique things happen. Long story short, I just got to tell you, my dad's got to tear both shops down. He's already got a contract on the house. It's going to cost my dad seventy-five dollars to $80,000. Because not only has to tear both shops down, he has to take the money off of the payment, and he has to give the money the guy to build him a new shop. Now, it may not be a disaster for you. For 73-year-old parents, it's been the most stressful two weeks of their life lately. They've been tapped out because this is their retirement. And, and sons have to get their spirit in order. I woke up this morning at 7 a.m. at their house trying to help them, be with them. At 7 a.m., them tearing my, my dad's second shop down. And this is like, you know, he put his life into this deal. And so we had to make some, we have to make as a family, and it happened with my mom and dad before I got there. It happened to them on this past week. He actually heard my message from Sunday, and God just started doing some changing up in his world about what he's worshiping. Y'all with me? 
and he, he saw that message, and Mom told me today, she said, it, it really, he, he made a turn because he was, he was tapped out. Man, he was stressed. So in that moment, life happened, right? Life happened. I'm trying to get real with this, but life happened. Nothing pretty about it. Did it work out? Did the HOA come running back up and go, oh, just leave everything the way it is? Y'all, if I told you why this happened, y'all would laugh. It's so crazy. It's out in the woods. And if I told you, you know, this is, this is the uniqueness of this situation, it just makes you want to go, well, that's the way I felt at 7 yesterday. So, I mean, I had grown men yesterday when I pulled up, like, grown man working there that had his eyes were teared up just because he's a friend of dad in that neighborhood and 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 so because I'm telling you major structures coming back down just brand new and so I watched my dad yesterday we drove back up there and they just had torn the first one down and I knew it was going to be a tough moment I thought it was going to be tough for him but it was tougher on me but I got there and dad had already made some turns on Sunday and he, and, he, and he made the turn because he's decided if I keep holding this I, with my faith, it's going to hurt my faith. Is that, am I making sense of this? It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt my faith. And so I've got to have my faith in the right spot. And he went back to the message somebody, what are you worshiping? And so, uh, and so he, he went back and he, he started changing as much as it hurt. As much as the struggle is, much as we don't like it, much as it's frustrating, I'm going to put my faith in God in this situation. Now, can I tell y'all the rest of the story? I didn't know I was going to do this, but praise the Lord, hallelujah. Can I tell y'all the rest of the story? Because we had a situation. We was, we was sitting on the front porch this morning working through this. Because you've got to work through stuff. Maybe y'all just go, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. we got to work through stuff. You go, I didn't know pastors did that. Yeah, we do. We sit on this morning, sit down in the front. Let me tell you what happened. So we sit down there, and this is what we got to talking about. This is the beauty of God. So I'm giving you probably too much information, but that's who we are. And, and so uh, three months before, I don't know, two months before, three months before, mom and dad, they, they don't have their house in the market. Somebody just drove up and said, so we want to buy your house. And... Dad said, okay. And so he came down to Lake Charles and found him a house. And you know how you get one contract, one contract deal? There was a real estate person involved. And uh, can I just tell you, the guy at the last minute backed out on Dad's house. So he had to let go of their house. That like, Y'all going, my God, this man's been through it. Hang on, hang on. So that deal three months ago, they had to make a decision. Where are we going? And it, be honest with you, it, boy, they, they was wrestling. Why? What's the deal? And it's all right to do that. What's the deal here? And so, again, they got their heart right, got their spirit right. The guy backed out of the house at the last minute, not because something wrong with the house, just backed out. And um, which, was, which was all good. But it was tough. They had to let this other house go and, now, my real estate agents here, y'all just got to forgive me. I'm not coming after real estate agents, but I just, I'm not hurting you, but y'all y'all will understand me at this moment. So the amount of money that they was going to cost to pay them the real estate agent 
when they lost that deal, three months later, this thing come along, okay? There's no real estate person involved, so there's no payout to a real estate agent. Forgive me, real estate agent. There's no real estate. So they saved a certain amount of dollars here on this real estate agent. Are you with me? Lost that deal, this deal. If they would have had this one back here, those buildings still would have had been torn down and we didn't know it at the time. Over here, we got a contract that was greater and dad thought he was going to be making more money because there wasn't a real estate agent. When it's all said and done, he's going to be the same amount of money on this deal as this deal is on this deal with all the stuff involving the houses. I don't know if I'm making myself clear about all that stuff because it's an absolute brain damage thing that to try to think it all through. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is what we worked out on the deal this morning. So back here three months ago, we were going, God, I really don't know if you know what you're doing here. I don't, I don't know. I wish we could get involved in it, you know. And, 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 and I remember saying this, Mom, Dad, y'all will know, you will know why God stopped this deal. Well, we do know. Hurricane Laura came through. Another hurricane came through. COVID came through. My grandmother passed away during all that time. They didn't need to be making a move. God stopped this deal, knew that they would be losing even way more money, came over here, got a difference. Now, I know I'm giving the Keating saga here right now, but what I'm trying to say is that's how God works. So when you're at this moment, and dad's going, man, I thought we was in the will of God here. I don't know why this happened. You got to go, hey, what am I going to do with my faith in this moment? And I've got parents that wrestled with it and decided what to do with their faith. I'm going to put my faith in that God knows the answer. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be, are you with me? I'm going to put my faith in the right spot. Come down here. Because I put my faith in the spot, I got that behind me now. Don't know why. And then we start seeing the hurricanes. And we're going, Mom, we know. And Mom will pass away. And also, we know. We know now. And we know now. And then, boom, and then God's done all this here. And as bad as this looks, it's God kind of just worked it all out. You're going, well, why didn't God stop them from doing the building? Hey, I don't know. I, don't, I just put my faith in him. I just put my faith in him. I don't have to work it all out. See, I don't have to, I don't have to figure everything out. Now, I wanna, me and you want to figure out things with our, with our knuckles and, you know. Uh, I had to work through that. I'm just trying to be honest with you. I had to work through that. But God, when we re- reevaluate, Dana told me something today when I was leaving out of the neighborhood or she said, hey, Nathan, don't forget, this is not your backpack to carry. I thought, well, that's good. That's why, you, that's why it was really good to marry a counselor. <laughs> she said, it's not your backpack to carry. And it's so true. I, I don't want to carry that. I don't want to leave with that. I don't want to leave that. I don't want to leave that neighborhood and have to carry that around. And I'm not sharing that tonight because I'm mad. I'm just saying we had to work through it. It was real. It was real life. But we had to stop and go, wait a minute. Well, are we going to put our faith in God? We don't know that God has all the answers. It may not come out just the way we want it, but I'm just telling you, God works all things together for the good to them that love him. Either way, we win. It's the coolest thing. Either way, 
Well, thank y'all for letting me share that story. Maybe it was a moment of therapy for me. So, so having this kind of vision, looking out and thinking it through. I'm not carrying this. Think it through. Is this going to, carrying this is going to be a bad thing or is it going to be a good thing? And so I, I, play it all out in your spirit. Walk it through in the positive of what happens when I place my faith if I don't do this right or if I do do this right. Having this kind of vision makes the choice easy of where you're going to place your faith, and I hope it's, it's faith in God. Um, so funny this, that how many misplaced faith can lead to the same results, and yet I keep depositing my faith in the same bank. In other words, I deposit my faith in the wrong spot, and come, and it didn't turn out, and come back right again and make another deposit right there. God's like, come on, kid, come on. A problem showed up, and you invested your faith in your own, in your own ingenuity and, and have the anxiety to prove it. You allowed that what if, that what if thought to set up camp instead of just passing through your mind and you have the fear to prove it. Here's what's amazing though. God is faithful. He is a rewarder. I want you to say out loud, I want you to say God is faithful. Would you do that? God is faithful. God doesn't get his feelings hurt. When we walk away, every time that we walk away and we invest our faith in the wrong place, God's not like, man, you hurt my feelings. No. He patiently, patiently waits while we suffer through the bad choices that we make and we see the choices that we make. And when we've had enough of that, He's present to give us another opportunity to put our trust in him. That is grace. That is grace. That is grace. Aren't you glad for grace? I love the grace of God, don't you? My dad told me this morning, since y'all are all invested in this story, <laughs> Dad said, go out there, Nathan, take a picture of those two buildings coming down. I said, yes, sir. He said, it's a picture of it's a picture of all law and no grace. And so I did, took a picture. All law, no grace. I love Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Listen to this. This is what I'm The champion who initiates and perfects. So he is the initiator of our faith. He's the one who gave it to us in the first place. He's the initiator of that. And he's also the one who perfects our faith. He's patient. He's faithful to us. While we struggle to learn that the only worthwhile place to invest our faith through all the varying trials is only found in Jesus, 
And when you put your faith in God, you are committing to allow your thoughts and your actions to follow an agreement. So I'm saying, listen, Lord. Okay, Lord, I'm going to put my faith in you on this situation. I'm going to put my faith in you. Now I'm committing my thoughts, my attitude, my spirit, and my actions to the agreement we're making that I'm putting my faith in you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, my mind, I've got I've to be in oneness here. I've got to give the faith to him, and I've got I've to be in one mind and one accord on this deal. That, I, that I, I lean into him and I say, all right, now, I'm making a pact with you. I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to commit it to you. I'm going to commit it to you from my mind, my spirit, my attitudes, my actions. That's what it means to walk by faith. That's what it means to walk by faith. Like consistently, like walk by faith. Walk by faith. I knew my parents were upset, mad about this. Even my mama got mad. When your mama gets mad, it's, it's tough. Because she don't ever get mad. I knew they were going to get mad about it, but I knew, I knew. I've been trained since I was a little dude to watch them walk through hurt, pain, brokenness, struggle, life, and watch what they do with it. And they won again. That's winning. That's walking by faith and winning. I'm not going to cash in my faith. On, come on, man. I'm not going to cash in my faith on something and be bitter and angry and frustrated and mad and carry that. I'm going to give this to God, and I'm going to commit my mind to it also. Let your decision to get in your thoughts and actions let it get in your worship. Let it get up in your prayer life. Be committed to it. I'm committing my faith. Let it trickle down on how you respond to things and, and that try and threaten your faith investment. Not going to pull this out of the bank. Not taking this out of the bank. I put it in. I don't know what's happening, but I put it in, and I'm not pulling my investment. Today was one of the bigger days in the stock market. The economy is trying to make a turn, come back. It was one of the biggest days in the stock market. And I heard the reporter say this. He said this. He said, uh, if the, it was not the time, it's not the time to sell. It's not the time to get. This is the time to let it grow. It's time to let it grow. In other words, this, hey, man, don't pull your investment. Don't pull it in a week time. Don't, and sure, don't pull it right now. It's in grow mode. Can I just tell you something? My parents, faith that they walked through, and of course it pulled in me and my brother and our family. It's in grow mode. God's perfecting our faith. I don't want to pull it now. I don't want to pull it now. I don't pull it and go, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm going to pull it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cash that out, and I'm going to just hold on to bitterness. Or I'm going to hold on to anger. I'm going to hold on to hate. Or every time I drive by this, this place where they live, I'm just going to hate, hate, hate on them, hate on them, hate on them. I'm not gonna do, I, don't, I, I don't have time for that. Life's too short for me to carry that much baggage. My, my, my shoulders can't handle it and neither can yours. I'm not pulling my investment. Either I'm all in with God or I'm not. How about you? Are you all in? I know you are. I say that rhetorically. Amen? So I'm going to ask you a question. What's your next right move? What's your next right move? right decision, right response, your next wholehearted decision to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. What's your next right move? 
What's your next positive thought? What's your next move that moves you into the investment being a given a great, great return? I like great returns, y'all. I'm all in on good returns. I'm all in good returns. Hey, let's give it up to him. How many of you tonight, uh, in fact, would y'all all just stand with me just a minute because I don't want to single anybody out, but how many of you tonight would, uh, would, would say that you have a choice before you, you have uh, a decision you have to make or uh, maybe a decision in your own spirituality or decision in your family or decision, and you just want to make the right decision today. How many of you all just be just honest? Love that, love that, love that. Isn't that beautiful? So God's talking to you tonight. Don't miss that God just gave you a word. So what's your next right decision? What's your next right move? What's your next right thought? Man. So he spoke to you tonight through the power of the word of God. Now what are you going to do with it? Let's make good moves. You, can make, you have a decision. Where are we going to put our faith at? Faith in something that brings me a negative return. Faith is something that brings me a positive return. Again, I think we're all into investing wealth. Let's make good investment. So what is that? If you have to, in, 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 if you have to bring a, a peer in with you, if you have to bring somebody in to help you in that decision-making process, hey, don't bring the person that's made 47000 Boy, that's good teaching right there. Bad investments. Huh? You're like, I want to be a millionaire, but I want to go and ask everybody else that's made a ton of bad decisions. So same way in the spiritual. What, in the decision-making that we have to in our day, who are you going to call? You know what I'm saying? Call somebody that's got some wisdom up in their grill. Call somebody that's got fruit dropping off their tree that is just healthy fruit of the Spirit. Let, let stuff come. Talk to somebody that's got all, like got joy on their got, got love, got long-suffering, gentleness and goodness and mercy. Man, talk to somebody like that. Boy, it seems like we always want to go to the, I want to go talk to somebody because I know they'll agree with me. Sometimes you got to go over here and they go, absolutely, that's a horrible decision. That's a, that, we never want to hear from that person, do we? We always kind of go, just walk into, step over here and go, man, I, you seem to have a gift, which is a gift of the Spirit, which is a word of wisdom, word of knowledge. You seem to have that. I want to speak in Give me your feelings on this, and I'll accept them either way. Is that all right? That's healthy stuff, man. That's the power of the church, the gift of the church. And so if you have a confidant like that, you have a friend, you have a mentor, talk to somebody like that because uh, a bunch of y'all raised your hands. But I'm going to tell you the greatest one you can go to is talk to the Lord. Amen? When everything else fails you, talk to Daddy. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Let's do it right now. I want to. Would you just would you just do this for me? Would you just do this with me? I want you to do this. I want you to take I'm going to take your hands. I don't know if you're a hand lifter or not, but just give it give it give it a shout. All right. I want you to lift whatever that decision is up before the Lord. Would you do that? 
just lift it up before the Lord and, and your spirit. And I want you just to release that to the Lord. Would you do that? And, and we're going to pray together. Would you help me pray? Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus Christ right now. Lord, we're asking for your wisdom and your anointing. And God, give us wisdom with our faith to put it in the right deposit. Put it in the right deposit box, God. Let, our, let, it, let us put it in the right spot. Let us make a godly decisions and godly steps and our walk of faith be all in you in the name of Jesus. That even if things don't turn out the way we like, we have a peace because we know our investment has been placed in you. We thank you, Lord, in advance. We praise you. And God, I'm asking you to just to just give wisdom to everyone in this house, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, you said to seek out wisdom. Seek her out. God, we're seeking out wisdom right now. And we're asking for you to just be endued from power from on high with wisdom and anointing and blessing and spirit and the power of your, your comforter. Oh, Lord, I feel you right now, right now, Lord. I praise you. I thank you for what we feel. God, just overwhelm people with the love of God and the presence of God and the anointing of God. We love you, Lord. We love you. Thank you, Lord, that I can lean into you. Thank you that I can put my trust in you. I can put my faith in you. Thank you that, Lord, we can trust you when everything else in the world is haywire. We can put our trust in you, Lord. We love you this night, and we praise you in Jesus' name. With your hands lifted up, would you just praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you tonight. We praise you tonight, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for having grace on us when we made the bad decisions, when we made put our faith in the wrong spot. Hallelujah. Thank you for the grace of God. Thank you for the love of God. Thank you for working all things out for our good. Thank you for seeing the end from the beginning. Thank you for knowing all of God and, and guiding us in our life. We thank you, Lord, in advance. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you in Jesus' name. You, you praise the Lord tonight? Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. David said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Do you love him tonight? I know you do. I know you do. I know you do.